Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. I'm Jim Morrison, and today we have Joan Trice, founder and CEO of Altair Group, and Anthony Blackburn, CEO of Apple Appraisal. We'll be talking about something all appraisers need, which is a succession plan. Joan, let's jump right in, and I'll hand it over to you. Thank you, Jim, and welcome, Tony. And this is a bit of a challenging topic, I'm sure, for you to discuss since you lost your business partner recently. Right. Share with us what happened and what that set into motion for you as a business owner. Yeah, well, thank you. And and thank you for having me here. This is a really important topic that I think not a lot of people really Think, think about, about yes. you know, so so I really appreciate you having me here for this. So to give a little bit of background, Dennis Kearns was my business partner. To add a little bit to it, he was also my brother-in-law. Good friend from high school. We met in high school. I introduced him to my sister and they ended up getting married. So there was a, a very, very close relationship there. You know, sometimes you do find in the appraisal industry here, we have a lot of family relationships in the appraisal industry here, but for an appraisal management company, and the management of an appraisal management company. It's a little more rare. We are an appraisal management company. And uh, Dennis came on board 15 years ago, something like that. He was a half partner. And the shock to the system is undescribable when you get a phone call when you don't expect it on a Sunday morning saying your business partner and brother-in-law suddenly died last night. Right. It's it's still, here we are in the middle of August. And this happened December 31st. It was sudden. He was at home. He was with his wife. It was painless, we think. And a young man. Uh, and a young man. Young, young was, by my, my definition of young. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and in the appraisal industry too. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, he was, he was uh, 56. Yeah. And, and it was a cardiac event. And like I said, the, the, the initial shock was just huge and still lingers lingers with me. We were and still are a, a family-run business. And so that had its own layers of complexity to it as well. Did you have as a company a buy-sell agreement in place for these types of events, whether you have a partnership and one wants out or they either get sick or the worst case scenario, they pass away. Did you have such an agreement in place? Yeah, we did. Thank it, goodness. It was, yeah, it was, it was more specifically about if somebody was, one of the partners was to pass unexpectedly. And it was essentially, it was, it was an agreement, uh, but it was also, it included an insurance policy that paid off the spouse so that the spouse wouldn't be part of the ownership of the company, uh, the the ownership of the company would transfer over to the surviving partner. The spouse of the partner that passed uh, would be paid off with the proceeds and not have to engage in litigation or if there's no money in the company or you know whatever the right. issue is, they're taken they're taken care of. You know, thank goodness we did that. We did that many years ago. And I know a lot of companies don't think about these things. That was a crucial part of our recovery. It really was. Yeah. Thank God you had that piece in place. So while you're dealing with the personal and emotional trauma, at least your business continuity 
plan was already established. So you didn't yeah, have that emotional pain to deal with. Yeah, although that's a little separate from the way we had it set up was we had this insurance policy. We had this plan that nobody ever thought would be put into effect. Right. But that's a little bit different from our business continuity and disaster recovery plans. But we did have both of those and both of those come into come into play. I mean, we think of disaster recovery and disaster recovery plans well, as Tony, let's not get uh, into those just quite yet. If you'll okay. bear with me, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll dive into that topic when Very we, good. when we return. So Jim one of the easiest appraisal tools, the Cubicasa app allows anyone, even a homeowner or agent with a smartphone, to generate an ANSI-aligned digital GLA with five minutes of scan. Moreover, it comes with high-fidelity detailed floor plan with interior walls, which are required for hybrid and desktop assignments. Appraisers love this app because they can also use it to complete traditional appraisals for complex properties with ease. The best part is your first scan is free. Sign up today at Cubicasa.com. Welcome back, everybody. So, Tony, where we left off, we were talking about disaster recovery plans, which are also mechanisms that every company needs to have in place. It sounds like you had one of those as well. Tell us about what that looked like. Yeah, we we did have a disaster recovery plan. Interesting for for those that aren't in the AMC management, you know, the, the management of an AMC, uh, or ownership of an AMC, it's something that a lot of our clients require as well. So we we had one, uh, but you you think of it in terms of what happens when your building burns down, or uh, there's a flood, or some other natural disaster or man-made disaster. But this was a, a little bit different type of disaster, but the the concepts are still the same. Uh, we had to have uh, people in place that would move into Dennis's position to carry on what he was doing. We had to, the next Monday, we did take a day off, but then the next working day, business still has to continue. There, There's people that depend on that, homeowners that depend on our job still being done, regardless of whatever disaster there is. So luckily, we had uh, we had some great people, and again, family members. Cat Perry, who is Dennis's daughter, uh, they had worked so close together for many years, and she's a certified appraiser. And uh, she just stepped right in and and took over a lot of her father's responsibilities. Literally, just a couple of days after he passed. But Tony, these are all things too that an appraisal firm should have in place, maybe not as sophisticated on the disaster recovery, but, you know, I see the, you know, dog ate my homework excuse all the time. If I'm relying on my computer 100% to drive my business, I'm not going to have just one computer. I'm going to have redundant systems. I'm going to have two computers. I just I believe in redundancy. And when I do backups, I like backups of, of backups in two different sources uh, so that if one fails, the other, I, I'm just paranoid and sort of, it's a Murphy's Law um, insurance right. policy, whatever can go wrong will. I know it's hard to think of every contingency plan needed, but Right. And absolutely. And, and literally, this is one of the last contingency plans that you think of. 
Um, you know, but this, this was something that a former business partner of mine, she and I had, uh, had this in place. And so when the ownership changed, when Dennis came on board, it was, you know, it was a natural from, for us to change to that. But at the time we were an appraisal firm and, uh, it's, it's important when there's two or more people that are involved professionally, you know, in running a business, whether it's an appraisal management company or any sort of a business or, or an appraisal firm or, uh, anything uh, where there's value, you you do need to uh, plan for the worst. And, you know, obviously the worst happened in this case. And we are just so thankful that we were able to, you know, have the pieces in place that made that recovery just that much easier because it did. Having the insurance policy to pay off the spouse was was critical. And it goes a little bit further than that too, though. Uh, there, there comes the responsibility of, each party that's in ownership or management of of the company to have their own personal issues taken, financial issues taken care of, having things like wills, uh, having things like uh, you know a trust, uh, especially if you have children and real estate, uh, having um, life insurance policies. Um, those things are all very, very important. Uh, health insurance, you know, I know there's people that go without health insurance. These things are all critical pieces to when the worst does happen to be able to recover in the easiest and fastest way possible. I couldn't agree with you more. And Tony, let's take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. Today's learner has a myriad of educational opportunities to choose from both online and off. But for appraisers and professionals who rely upon appraisals, your high quality comprehensive valuation education resource should be the Appraisal Institute. The courses we offer are rigorously researched and largely developed by practicing appraisers using their real world residential and commercial valuation experience. Go to appraisalinstitute.org education for more information. Okay, everybody, welcome back. And Tony, you know, I think a lot of these risk management things that you put into place at at your AMC also apply to just appraisal firms. What do you think about, because I I do think the, the appraisal firms have eroded over time, and they used to be the training ground for bringing in um, fresh blood. And what are the advantages and disadvantages to being a sole practitioner versus having a partner? Uh, You know, having, and I, and I went from a sole practitioner to having a partner, Right. You know, as we all know, as much as I love this industry, and I do, I, I'm passionate about this industry. I'm passionate about being an appraiser and helping my clients and helping people and helping homeowners and doing my job. I'm passionate about that. But as much as I had passion for it as a sole practitioner, it also becomes a grind. We as appraisers tend to, you know, look at the past couple of years, we tend to take on more than we can do. It, it can become burdensome uh, to some people. And and it did for me, I, I had a, a huge burden. And when Dennis came on board as a partner, it really relieved a lot of things. I could take a vacation now. Right. I could I could walk across the the hall and say, hey, I, I have a problem here. What would you do in this case? And he would do the same thing with me. And, you know, it it really became the, I mean, I mean this is, you know, in, a, in appraisal, we talk about this all the time where two pieces apart 
are not as valuable as the two together. And that's really what, what it became. So it's it, it really was a, a great thing, but it also brought a lot of additional responsibilities, you know, because now instead of just being responsible for myself, now I'm responsible for the other half of my business that somebody else owns. And that's where the um, the health insurance, the disaster recovery, the continuity plans, the, you know, those types of things come into play because it's not just you anymore. And even for a sole practitioner, you know, there's still going to be the floods, the fires, the times when you get sick, the, you know, all kinds of things that you really need to have a contingency plan. And as appraisers, we do tend to get a little bit compartmentalized. If we're an individual sole practitioner, we get to be a little you know, we, I, my joke is always, you know, as appraisers, we work in our, you know, sit in our underwear in our living room and wait for the, used to be wait for the fax to ring and now wait for the emails to come in. And we don't get out enough, which we're always thinking production and getting those things done. But the, the things that can cause us the most problems tend to be put aside and taken care of later, like having a relationship with another appraiser that you trust or a group of appraisers that you trust uh, that you can go to with issues or when you do need to take time off that somebody can take over your business a little bit and just at least keep it going. Those sorts of things are really important. Have some sort of agreement with some of your compatriots, some of your professional uh, associates that may not work for you or with you, but somebody that you trust that can help carry the load in those times of need, because that's important and definitely getting things in writing is huge. And, you know, having, uh, having I would take a non-compete or something with, with your fellow appraisers that right. you share this burden with, and it, it's, it would be mutual. Yeah. You'd, you yeah. never plan on breaking your ankle and, and being a, not able to do field work for say three weeks. It would be great to call your friendly competitor with a non-compete who's not going to steal your business. Right. Uh, it's just going to be waiting for you when you come back. And yeah. And, and just as well, not only having somebody like that for you, but be somebody like that for somebody else. Absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah. And, and definitely have everything in writing, <clears throat> pardon me, have everything in writing and, and be prepared. You know, that life continues to happen. These things will happen to you at some point. Right. Uh, they really do. Uh, and as much as we would like to think they they don't, as much as I thought Dennis was always going to be there for me, it wasn't his choice. Uh, wasn't our choice. It's that's part of life. It, it right. just happened. And it's so important to be prepared for these things, whether you're an AMC, a large national AMC or a sole practitioner. Right. Well, Tony, we appreciate you joining us today and sharing what was a painful experience, but you recovered as best you could because you had already all those plans in place. And I think that's something we want our audience to think about. Going right, forward. right. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Well, thanks for sharing. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, thanks again, Joan and Anthony. That was a really insightful inf information. And I think all appraisers should take heed to that. If they don't have something like that in place, they need to get something in place. Uh, thanks to our listeners for joining us. And thanks for our sponsors for helping us put these together. If you have a comment or would like to be included in a future Buzzcast, reach out at comments at appraisalbuzz.com. Thanks and have a great day.